I'm David Love Jones, and welcome back to another African Rhythms. Yes, it is 2008, and I am back uh, to bring you some, of course, wonderful music. And we're here to celebrate International Women's Day here on CITR 101.9 FM, UBC Radio, right here in Vancouver. And tonight, to celebrate International Women's Day, we've got some women of soul, and a little bit later on, maybe a little bit of jazz and uh, Brazilian also. But first, a very, very special guest. Hi, Terry, are you out there? Yes, I am. And it's very nice to, uh, very nice to uh, make your acquaintance, Terry. Um, now, where are you calling in from? Actually, I'm calling in from Philadelphia. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty close to um, New York City and that part of the world. I, I, I believe. Yes. Yeah. You know, all those big cities so close to each other. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, listen now, Terry. You are the daughter, or one of the daughters of uh, a very famous uh, soul singer, and her name is Linda Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Linda Jones, uh, in case uh, you listeners um, have not heard her before, is a phenomenal soul singer. She recorded in the 60s and early in the 70s until her untimely death. And h- how old was she, Terry? 27. 27, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she was very sad, but she was suffering from diabetes. Excuse me. Yes, she was. Yes, she was a diabetic. Actually, it's something that that actually runs in my family. And um, you know, she had a bro- It was five girls and five boys, and they all had diabetes. So, um, yeah. you know, that's that's just the history of the family, and uh, that's the story. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, 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 very sad. I mean, when you consider um, what a phenomenal talent Linda was, I mean, you know, by all indications, um, she could have very well been another Aretha and uh, of this great stature just because of her incredible talent. And, I mean, we're not talking, a lot of people only know Hypnotized, you know, and right, there's right. so many other great tracks. I mean, For Your Precious Love, you know, mm-hmm. one of the most, by anybody's reckoning, one of the most incredible soul performances ever, right. really. Yep, yep, yep. You know, hey, like you said, she's a great talent and left too, too soon. But, you know, I'm proud to, you know, to talk about her legacy and what she leaves behind. And hopefully, um, you know, I know that the uh, the public will be happy with what's to come. So we're currently uh, on the eighth song in the new CD with a, yeah. with a targeted release date of mid-June. And actually, I'm in the studio this weekend completing the remainder of the project. <clears throat> After the recording process is completed, we're going to go into the mastering portion of it and then packaging to include unreleased photos. So I'm very excited. Hmm. Now, tell me, um, tell me about this. Um, the music um, in the new project, it's, it's all uh, n- uh, new musicians, or is it um, from yes. the vaults? Actually, it's, it's works from um, some things that were pretty much in the vault, some reworks of some of the old songs, but not in that form. Actually, I've gotten permission from uh, Richard Poindexter and Robert Poindexter, who were the writers of Hypnotize and a number of other tracks. Mm. Um, They've, you know, actually given me the approval to kind of rework some of the things that they've done. Uh, But they're all going to be new works. Yeah. And um, I've actually uh, received some unreleased works um, that I'm actually redoing and putting some 
new vocals around it, new musicians, everything. So it is yeah. actually a brand new project. Did she have a lot of stuff in the bag? Well, actually, she did have a lot of stuff, but pretty much I think based on what's been released, most of the stuff was really um, already released. Hmm. But we, like I said, um, I'm doing rework. It's myself and Helen Bruner. Yeah. Who's my sister as well. Um, and we yeah. are working and producing the entire project from the writing, from the vocals. Mm. I'm also an artist and a songwriter and a producer myself. So, um, mm. Do you sing you know, yourself? Excuse me? Do you sing yourself? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, well, I sing as well. So um, actually, I travel how about your all sister? over Europe. Excuse me? And your sister also? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, wow, just a singing family. <laughs> you know it. That's what it is. It's all in the family. Actually, my mom, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, there were five girls and five boys, and there was mm. a group prior to um, her having a solo career with the Jones Singers. So most of the works also on the new projects are going to be, some of them will be solo with her. Yeah. Some, some of those will be duets as well with myself and then it'll be myself helen and mom wow so actually it's go it's a collaborative effort it is going to be fantastic but actually it's her she's the queen <laughs> yeah that's the thing like two years ago on my international women's day i was playing some really heavy stuff you know aretha and millie jackson and whatever but for your precious love pretty well next to any set of mind-blowing tracks including aretha is incredible you know mm -hmm. i mean it's uh but you know, I think after tonight, the listeners uh, will agree that there are many other great tracks uh, by Linda also, and a lot that have been overlooked. I mean, like, for instance, um, well, she was on the Loma, but she also went to, was it All Platinum? Or? All Platinum. She yeah. was on Netflix Turbo. Records. I guess it's Turbo All Platinum or something. Right, like Turbo. That. Mm -hmm. yeah. Turbo, Loma. And then wasn't there even, um, I mean, I know that there's a rare uh, Northern Soul single that they like that's, I believe, on Warner Brothers right before. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and actually some of the uh, re-releases that they've done, actually all of those things are under Warner um, yeah. right now. There's so, some very sought-after stuff. Um, fr fr from that, yeah. I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, really, she. 
for such a short career, she had a lot of incredible stuff. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, the more that we expose, uh, you know, our listeners to her material, uh, people are going to realize, you know, yes, the, the, the yes. depth, the length and depth of, of her talents. And I mean, one, yes. one guy that you have to say when, when talking about her talents is George Kurtz. Yes, who, yeah. who actually I'm glad that you bring him up because, you know, I hate to tell everyone, but I, I have to put the news out there is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, George Kurtz, uh, is a real crook because he pretty much have uh, I haven't received one dime of royalties from my mom's works because hmm. he took it all. So yeah. you know that's a whole nother story, and I really want this to be a positive interview, not a negative <laughs> interview. So well, you know, um, you know, I mean, I've uh, interviewed uh, artists before, like people such as Rochelle Farrell. So mm-hmm. I'm familiar with these kind of stories of people being ripped off, and they're not even just from back in the day. You know, yeah. it's still happening today to some degree. You know, yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's really injustice. sad. Yeah, and that's so you know, I'm not. You know, I, I have I have no qualms with talking about that. I mean, like you said, we'll try to keep it largely yeah, yeah, positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is um, this is community radio, and you know, we can talk about these kind of things. Okay, you know? and and yeah. the fact that she really, really loved, you know, to sing. That was her thing, and yeah. and she trusted a lot of people. And from what I understand, of course, he was one that. She really, really trusted, and he took to, uh, yeah. you know, total advantage of their, her, especially the fact that she was diabetic, she was sick, and she was consistently giving her heart and soul and everything that she did because she loved it so much. And, um, you know, he didn't have her best interest at heart. So, unfortunately, that's the downside of it. And um, Yeah, well, that's you know, the downside of the musical business is yeah. that um, when you have talents um, as great as Linda, People want to exploit them, you know, yes, and yes. Uh, you know, and if, if you're vulnerable and um, you're not particularly wise to the yeah, ways, yeah, you, you know, you know, you just want to do your best and you love it and you want to continue to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, very sad, but um, you know, I. I I believe, you know, through what you're doing now with your sister, that some justice will result, you know, because I think the truth always finds its way around the pebbles and just like water, you know, I right. mean, it's, uh, you know, this and uh, that's the way it is, you know, justice yes. comes sooner or later. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm very yes, sad, yes, yes. you know, for Linda's life and uh, for many others, but yeah. at least, you know, we're able to talk about that now on the yeah. radio and let people know that those kind of things are not cool. No, know? and and also there's just, there's a number of things that's out there that along the way I'll, you know, throw bits and pieces out of it as we get closer to the project, but, you know, even the rumors that she collapsed backstage at the Apollo and passed away backstage, which is totally false. Yeah. You know, yeah. she did not pass backstage. I mean, uh, coll- uh, pass away backstage at the Apollo. She passed at home. So yeah. So it was just set for drama. Even her birthday is yeah. wrong. Yeah. In all of the literature, you know, they have yeah. January 14th. She was born December 14th. Yeah. So there's a lot. Well, you know, and I'm I'm actually happy to really set the record straight and yeah. really put the truth out there. Yeah, well, you know, the little bits of biography things I've read, really, I didn't even want to bring um, them up to you, Tara, because I wanted you to tell me, because I, I suspected so, because, you know, sometimes drama is put between certain kind of things, also mm-hmm. uh, it, it, almost unfairly in a gossip kind of a way, yeah. and, and that's not really, that doesn't hold true to the spirit of the music, you know? That's and right. The spirit that's of the right. music is where we're at, you know? I mean, we just want uh, to share what, an, what a phenomenal singer mm-hmm. your mother was, you know? PhilErzy.com is the yeah. website, and, um, you know, people can go on and kind of click on the downloads, yeah. And click on, you know, Linda Jones and 
kind of sample a look uh, a few of them it's just little snippets hey let's go back and let's do the real project so that's where yeah. we're at right now okay well that's cool well i'm glad you made that clear and uh, no i haven't heard the other snippets so i'm i'm, I'm excited i'm very right. excited and, <laughs> but the other one the new tracks are pure pure soul and it's really going to give her what she should have had i guess i'm sure a lot of the tracks that you've listened to over time um, the production, some of them were not as great as we thought she deserved yeah. to have, even with some of the, you know, vocals and the background and the music. I agree. You know, it, some of the stuff was really poorly produced, so we're yeah. going to give her what she deserved. Well, that's going right. to and, and, and as I'm sure you can agree with some of the things that you um, listened to on the stuff that's already been released, it was her voice and her soul that really carried the song. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, give uh, the listeners a taste right now, and let's listen to For Your Precious Love. Into each life, a little rain must fall. And you know, every day cannot be sunny. Every smile is not a smile of happiness. And every tear that is shed is not a tear of joy. I'd like to dedicate this song to all of you lovers out there. Because maybe you have a loved one that's far, far away. Maybe he's across the street. Or maybe she's just in another town. You know, I can imagine when you're all alone in the wee-wee house of the night. Why don't you get yourself a piece of paper and a pencil and sit down and Lord have mercy decide to write. Knowing all the time that this letter that you write may not be a comfort to your loved one heart. But let me tell you something you can say. You can say, darling, for your precious love, I give you the world on a silver platter. <laughs> but y'all know as well as I that you'd be telling a great big lie. And you don't want to do that to your loved one, neither would I. But you can say, darling, for your precious love, I climb the highest mountain. You know something, ladies and gentlemen, you could even go out as far as telling him or her that you try to swim the deepest sea. But I think if you all would sit back, relax, put your mind at rest and listen to me, I think I'd give you a better understanding of what I'm trying to say. Thank you. 
I'm David Love Jones, and uh, we're back on the air with Terry, who's calling in from Philadelphia. Yeah, Terry, so wonderful. George Kerr, I guess um, he was the guy behind that, um, even though he ended up being kind of an unscrupulous character. Yeah, I guess former um, manager <laughs> and whatever else, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. It's, it's sad, but hey, what can you do? Like I said, I, I try to move forward and keep it positive and honor her. So. Yeah, no, That's absolutely. That's my mission. <laughs> yeah. So, how did she come fr to go from uh, Loma to uh, to to uh, Turbo? I guess I mean those were the sort of the two major labels that she was on. Yeah, from Loma to Turbo. Actually, I had a conversation with the gentleman who actually signed the project at Loma, an A and R, and he's an older man now. I, I kind of in in my in my research, it, Jer Jerry. Feedback, I think it's his name, and um, hmm. I happened to find him, believe it or not, on MySpace. I called him and asked him what he remembered about signing Mom yeah. to uh, Loma, and he said uh, George Kerr came up to the label with this record, hmm. um, and the record was hypnotized. Hypnotized. Phenomenal track. Yep, and kind of disappeared. Um, he, 
he didn't even, you know, he kind of, George Kerr kind of disappeared, and it was passed over to the the legal team after he said, you know what, this is a hit, because the first uh, A&R guy did not hear it. Mm. He said, oh, no, this is a hit. And he finally found George, who was in Florida. George came back up to New York, and he said, hey, we've been playing the record. We released it. It's big. Yeah. And that was the beginning of the entire uh, project with the hypnotized. And it's it's really incredible. I spoke to Jerry about five months, no, not five months ago, about three months ago, because I'm, in me doing all the research, finding out the story, he said that um that he didn't realize that my mom had passed. Wow. And he spoke and had spoken to George in the, for 1980 or something, no, 1995, and uh, George never mentioned it. So that shows That's, you when you talk about wow. people that really are just not uh, <laughs> yeah. honest. And I told him, I said, you know she's passed. He said, no. He said, I spoke to George, and he acted like nothing was, uh, everything was okay and the same. And Yeah, you know, it's kind of sad, but... I, I'm not that surprised because in the past, when I got into Linda's music, I never really found that much really written about her life and uh -huh. talking about it, except for actually a small Canadian uh, soul magazine, Soul Survivor, which uh -huh. is run by Martin Koppel and those guys. They had a small article about her in that. Soul Survivor? Really? Yeah, I think, but uh, yeah, he, I believe he wrote an article on her. Really? Um, and was this a recent article? No, no, this was actually, this would have been back um, in the late 80s. Because, late you know, 80s, okay. Yeah, you know, when okay. I first got into, my, my knowledge deepened, you know, in the 80s, um, soul music. So, you know, this is when I uh, found out about the underground soul music. See, I'm originally from England, Terry, so my connections with England was still fairly strong. So I found out about old underground soul magazines over there, and that's sort of how I deepened my soul knowledge and found right. out about people like Linda. And from the Soul Survivor magazine that was out of Toronto, Toronto, but Martin Koppel was partnered up with Tim Brown, who was a big soul dealer from England. So okay. the, Tim Brown would have been the kind of guy that would have been selling or finding copies of Linda's rare Northern Soul records, you know, right. because she's got a few. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big Northern Soul scene, especially in the UK. It's, it's humongous. Don't. 
Wonderful. Well, no, I mean, I guess that's fortunate in some ways because, I mean, with all the exploitation in the business and people stealing things away and whatever. And they're still stealing. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, every every time I turn around and there's another license of, not license or something, because they're just taking it and reduplicating it and they don't have the right to do that. But like you said, the industry is really crazy and uh and people just do what they want to do until you come after them with a lawsuit and then they oh my gosh i didn't know when they yeah. do all along so well, yeah <laughs> well i mean i think that um we can be pro proactive in terms of by being on the radio or being wise to when things are ending up on compilations or when people are putting Linda Jones records out in England um you know because right. i mean you know who have the licensing i mean this has happened to uh a friend Ron from Ecstasy, Passion, and Pain. Now, uh-huh. you know they'd put out the Lee McDonald record uh, in the UK, and uh-huh. you know it was completely unlicensed. You know mm-hmm. they just they just put it out. They put it, put out a cover, and there was no check in the mail. <laughs> Isn't know? that something? It's incredible. It really is. It's incredible. But um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm excited because there's some some things that I'm going to incorporate in this project that was in the vault that you know were little snippets from just the recording sessions from. You know, as I indicated to you, her clearing her voice and, uh, you know, before she's yeah. getting ready to take one. And, you know, for someone in the background saying, hey, Richard, who's Richard Poindexter, who's the co-writer of Hypnotize, mm. you know, it, it's just really incredible. Oh, and, that's uh, so cool. So you're going to include that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds so, like it's going to give it a lot of character. Yeah, a mm. lot of character, a lot of character. And, um, and Richard actually came down to Philadelphia. I think I mentioned this to you earlier, and we talked and, you know, hugged, and it was just wonderful to kind of meet someone who was in her life, and he said, you know what? And if you go on our website, uh, com, and you see there's a a, a taping, um, a, a video of Richard in the studio um, kind of listening to, to the, the beginning works of what Helen and I are creating. And, wow. Um, and we asked him, we said, what was the one thing about working with Mom you enjoyed? And he said, uh, what, I, what I could tell you about Linda is with Hypnotize, she came in, and it was one take. Wow. And what you have on record, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, that's what really blows my mind about Linda is that she had um, this incredible vocal ability. I mean, we were talking a moment ago about Rochelle Farrell in modern day and, you know, what incredible vocal she is. But Linda was like that. Like, she had all this power uh-huh. and technique, but she mm-hmm. held it back and unleashed it at those right kind of moments. Yeah. So she didn't overdo it, you know. Yes. 
And uh, here, the next track we're going to play is kind of an example of that. What have I, what have I done have to I make done you mad? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's this powerful kind of groove going on, but she kind of holds something back and then unleashes it, uh, you know, in suitable kind of a way. But yeah. I think that she obviously learned, you know, I mean, when she... Uh, like one at the Apollo or whatever. I mean, obviously she learned how to perform. She learned how to, you know, draw an audience in. She learned uh, the craft, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know really who she learned it from or, or how that all came about. You know what? Uh, from what I understand and just from my family and, and everything, it, it's, it's, that was just a part of her. You know, like I said, her passion was just incredible. And, you know, it kind of... When you're listening to the the records, it jumps off at it jumps out at you. You know, it's what it is, yeah. and uh, she just she there was no fear, you know, in her approach. She just Absolutely. whatever came, that's what you got. So yeah, it was a pure, natural, beautiful, very girl. pure, very pure. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to uh, David Love Jones. The show is African Rhythms, and of course, we're on CITR 101.9 FM. Okay. All right.
And that's a track called uh, I'm So Glad I Found You, Linda Jones and the Whatnots, Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa, she's really uh, unleashing some yes, uh, major firepower on that track. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then uh, What Have I Done to Make You Mad? That's pretty uncanny, the hypnotized album that, I mean, there's very few records, you know, as you've as uh, many records that I've listened to over the years that you could look through and you're like, well, pretty well every track on this album is worth listening to, yes, is inspiring. Because, because you don't get that in, you know, with today's, I think that's why the record sales are down today because you don't get that anymore. If you get two or three, you're batting a thousand mm, on yeah. one project, you know? Yeah, so, well, I mean, I think, you know, occasionally people come along in life um, who are that gifted, you know, and they just sort of have a magical presence with uh, w- whatever they do. And, uh, you know, I mean, for Hypnotize to be done in one take just shows you, uh, you know, w- what she's capable of. And, yes, and, and, the, and the great thing about back then that, you know, a lot of people don't realize is when they were recording back then, you know, it wasn't a, a punch in here where you can punch it here and move the vocal here and put it in Pro Tools. It was... You sing it down, and that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it, the level of talent and the level of skill was really incredible. Mm, well, I believe there was a poor-quality live album of Linda's that did come out on CD a few years back, although I never got a copy of it. Yeah, but, it was a bootleg. I think yeah. you're talking about the Never heard, uh, never Mind the Quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a bootleg. That was an actually unauthorized release. So, hmm. but I know it's floating around in the system somewhere. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I didn't put any money down on it then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is there actually much live uh, footage ever ever recorded? No. no, and actually, I'm um, I'm uh, working to try to uh, gather some of that, um, hopefully from the Apollo, because um, the week of. Uh, of her death, of course, as you know, she was on on tour at the Apollo in concert with a number of other soul artists, and mm. I'm hoping that they have some footage. But what I, what I, from what I understand, they've gone through a transition there, so mm. I'm trying to deal with the executive director there to see whether or not there's something in their vaults, live performances that I could have possibly. So now you were saying that some material of Linda's was lost in a fire. Was that just records, or did you actually lose any? live recordings well it was records it was pictures it mm. i'm sure with some other things i, I it, because i wasn't grown i wasn't even old enough to even realize that what happened but mm. by my family there was a lot of things that were uh, that was lost in that fire that were very precious and valuable that of course we'll never be able to get back but i've been fortunate you've done pretty well you know all considered i would say mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I've been fortunate enough to come across some things. I have, uh, believe it or not, a big poster. It's the first poster um, billboard, which is, oh, it's huge, um, wow. of her release with the hypnotize, and it's incredible. So. Yeah, you're saying some people from England and stuff have um, been very generous and nice to you, helped you out. Yes, yes, they flew actually all the way from the U.K. to sit down and talk with me and, and give me some things that I didn't even have in my possession and consistently emailing me and sending me things and mailing me things so it's it's been all love it's wonderful uh, to just reflect back on her career yeah and even though it was so short i mean 73 she she died and so you know i mean that was really just when soul music was through a very transitional time and 
hard to imagine the music that she may have made, you know, in the coming years, you know, and what that might have been like. Can only really imagine. But I mean, luckily, we've still got some more material to celebrate and enjoy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm sure she, like I said, I know she would be proud of, and she is proud of what, because I feel a spirit consistently here with me, and I know she, uh, she'd be proud. She was a little feisty five foot two (laughs) 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 with a lot of energy ball of energy you know yeah and And then your sister you were saying uh, that your real sister passed away sadly Mm -hmm. and uh, but but, uh, away from cancer yeah and that was uh, a few years ago so it's you know it's been that was your older sister yes yeah it's been really uh it's been really um really an experience for me so How, how much older was she uh, than than you, Terry? Actually, we're we're uh, two, three years apart. So, yeah, so she you know. ba- she barely knew Linda either. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we thank God we were fortunate to have our grandmother who kind of raised us and stepped in and said, uh-huh. hey, you know, I have to take care of them and um, and had a very supportive family. But like I said before, it's, it's nothing like growing up without your um, your parents. Yeah. You know, nothing. Nothing like that. So. Really hard. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, hey, you, I'm, listen, I'm celebrating her life now. Yeah, well, I you're putting that energy into something positive, you yep, know. I'm and, celebrating, you know, yeah. in, in honor of mom and, you know, Robin. My sister Robin was a, a great singer, too. She actually was more uh, gospel mm. and uh, and had the voice of life and the gift of life. So, you know, for me, um, it's so funny. Um, you know, I'm hoping we're working hard on this and we can get even the Grammy recognition because I have a a coat of hers of my mom's mm. from her uh, performance and it was a coat that was specially made for her and I plan to wear it on stage in honor of uh, her if we could get a nomination you know yeah oh well I I really so I I'm really saving it for that moment so yeah, there's special I'm, things like that that you know I have to look forward to yeah no definitely well um, Terry, you know, you've, you, you've had your dream if you wanted to do something and you're realizing it. I always admire that in life because I've always tried to do that myself. Like just envision, you know, what you think the right thing to do is and just go, go do it. And to don't look back on the adversities of the past, but just look forward, you know, right. to yep. c- accomplishing your dream. It's there important. <laughs> well, it's been really wonderful to have you on the show, Terry. And I really look forward to hearing the new material. But before I uh, celebrate the rest of my International Women's Day show. Okay just say thank you to all of the supporters and fans and thanks for keeping my mom's music alive and i'm really really so appreciative of all of the fans yeah okay and please if you want to check in periodically on the website it's philerzy.com that's p-h-i-l-e-r-z-y.com and join our join our email list that way you'll get the the snippets of whatever we release as we complete the product Yes, and thank you so much, David, for your support. You have been fantastic and wonderful, and I look forward to us doing this again and premiering. Maybe I'll come visit you on the air. How wow. about that? Oh, my <laughs> God, I'd be so honored to. Yes, because yeah. yes, we will be doing a tour of the of the region, so I, I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can make that happen. Yeah, fantastic. Well, any way I can help, you know I'm here for you.
Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, listen. Let's um. Let's go out with um. A really haunting track. Stay with me forever because ah, this one just one really grabs me. <laughs> yeah, I one know. My favorite. Exactly. So, and then you know, any material we miss this time, we can we can just fit it into our next special. Okay. So that's great. All right, Terry. Will you stay on the line right there for a sec? This is Linda Jones on CITR 101.9 FM. We're up here in UBC Radio, Vancouver.
the day that I met him, <laughs> I was downtown shopping. Walking along, I was kind of thinking to myself, you know. And I looked up and I looked dead into the eyes of the finest man you ever laid eyes on. Girls, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Drop top, he was looking good. He smiled at me and I smiled back at him. And I went on about my shopping and he drove on off. Thinking about my shopping and that fine man I just saw. And I looked up and he was standing right behind me. So I didn't want to act like I was afraid of nothing. So he smiled at me and he started hitting on me. And I said, say, mister, I already got a man and he's good to me. So he said, it ain't nothing wrong with having a cup of coffee, baby. And my heart got in the way of my mind. And the devil got into me. And we sat down and he rapped to me over the coffee and he's telling me all those sweet and innocent things and you know what right there I lost my heart to him but now he's gone and I just want to let him know how I really really feel now I'm sitting here with pencil and paper with tears in my eyes because I still love him. And I just want to let him know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you made me leave my happy home. That's what you did. You took my life and now you're gone. for you I 
Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, that is the voice of Ellis Regina here on International Women's Day Special. I'm David Love Jones. Of course, we were uh, talking to Terry there, the daughter of a uh, world-famous uh, singer who died back in the early 70s, Linda Jones. And uh, in our last set there, after we heard the final Linda Jones track, Stay With Me Forever, we heard... Uh, an incredible Laura Lee track um, from the early 70s, Since I Fell For You, one of her, one of the greatest ever soul ballads I've ever heard. And then we've also heard from Jean Battle. Um, she's an obscure singer, and it's a track written by Sam Dees, one of our favorites, When a Woman Loves a Man. And uh, Etta James, uh, Feeling Uneasy from Come a Little Closer. I'm David Love Jones, and uh, the show is African Rhythms. Of course, we're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. So we've just got um, a little bit left uh, in our uh, International Women's Day special. So we better get right back into some music. And next, we've got something um, that's Canadian and uh, in the Brazilian bossa mode. Incessantes que você fez, coração mais sem cuidado. Jarrazão, colhe 
Step for the International Women's Day African Rhythms special here on CITR 101.9 FM UBC Radio up here in Vancouver. You can podcast citr.ca. You can find all kinds of archive shows there. 604-822 CITR. That's our phone number. going to go out. That, of course, is a remix of uh, Come On Late Baby, Light My Fire. Uh, that's the Kenny Dope remix. And uh, before that, of course, we heard Haygood Hardy and uh, his version, sounding very much like Sergio Mendes, the Canadian version of Sergio Mendes and his version of How Insensitive. And we're going to end with uh, One Love, Daylight, Slope remix. Yes, they are a very female-led, soulful local band, and what a beautiful way to go out with this International Women's Day special. Thanks again to Terry for calling in and celebrating the life of Linda Jones. I'm David Love Jones, and so until next time, peace and love.